0: Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Infuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake, Mr. BJ Shea. And it is good to be here. Is it? All right. Uh, I believe it is. (laughs) And running the boards is Joey D. It's a great day to be here. Nice. Today's
1: a good day to
0: not die. Okay, yeah. Usually those are great days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> On today's show, I will talk about a great show that is based off of a 90s comic that, uh, you know what? It's surprising how good it is, actually. BJ will talk some TV, talk about some comic book shows and more, and of more. course, a couple of board game reviews, maybe. And of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us?
2: Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Yeah. Yeah. And get our blogs, podcasts, and more? More! More! Uh, just search for British Shades Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes, and you will find us.
0: Yes, and whichever way you listen to us, give us a five-star review, and uh, eventually, once I get people to mail stuff out, I'll send you a random comic book if you let me know about your five-star review. And we did get one, so I want to give a shout-out to TK of TWO 3 uh, Shoot me an email, let me know what's going on, because you sent a five-star review with a really great story. And these are the ones that I love. Mm-hmm. So he says, so I have a really funny story about watching The Punisher that you might all appreciate. I watched this on DVD with some roommates uh, when some roommates rented it in college. I was only half paying attention when they said what the movie was but I joined to watch and thoroughly enjoyed the film. However, I was really confused about one thing. I thought the movie was called The Protector and my big question was why? He didn't protect anything. When I said this out loud after the movie was over, everyone looked at me like I, like what I just said had someone and passed away and then they gave me the DVD case suddenly the whole experience of the movie made way more sense yeah (laughs) he's not protecting anything he's blowing things up and shooting people this makes no sense at all (laughs) halfway through the movie Uh, I I don't what is he (laughs) is there another character coming into this movie yeah who's protecting what I don't understand this at all Uh, I love those reviews that's amazing tell (laughs) us some really weird geeky stories in the reviews Uh, just remember to give us those five stars and I'll really appreciate it oh yeah uh, a show that I did mention uh, that I I wasn't too sure if I really wanted to watch it or not. Back in the 90s, there was a comic book called, uh, uh, see, I thought it was actually called Warrior Nun, which is the one that I, which is the show that I was uh, watching on Netflix. Oh. Well, it turns out that it was actually a comic book uh, that was not named Warrior Nun. Uh, well, it was called Warrior Nun. Uh, Aurelia, Aurelia, yeah, Yeah, Aurelia, and uh, I remember some of the co- some of the uh, the covers from like the '90s where it's a uh, it's a nun holding like a couple of guns and looking badass. Oh,
2: there's one where she looks like she almost has like a gauntlet with just one stone. Yeah, right. Isn't that
0: cool? <laughs> so it was a lot of these different things, and uh, when I saw it come up on Netflix, I was like, well. 90s comics can be real hit or miss, especially when you're dealing with something in the 90s which everything was extreme and also dealing with religion. I don't remember reading the comics, but I really wasn't sure what I was going to get in on this show. Just
2: by looking at her outfits, I feel like you might have been too young to be reading the comics.
0: Uh, well, you would think that, but then it goes along the same lines as like Lady Death yes. and uh, some of those other comics that were basically scantily clad women. Okay. And I wasn't too young, Vicky, because it was during that time, you know, the magical time when you're uh, about 13 or so and things are changing in you're your life. You're never too young to
1: read anything that has people that you're interested in scantily clan. There you go. Perfect. Oh
0: well,
2: gosh, very 90s. Outfit. That's
0: the greatest outfit ever
2: though. I'm sure I've seen a few of those on Halloween. <laughs>
0: Man, I love that oh, yeah, outfit. Exactly. Yeah. It's they like, weren't you're, trying to be yeah. Warrior
2: Nun. That's just what they sell at Lovers.
0: Yes. Uh, now, if you don't know what the premise is, Warrior Nun revolves around the story of a 19-year-old woman who wakes up in a morgue with a new lease on life and a divine artifact embedded in her back. Oh, nice. Hmm. She discovers that now she is a part of the ancient order of the cruciform sword and that has been tagged with fighting demons on Earth and powerful forces representing both heaven and hell want to find and control her. Sounds a little fantastic, a little ridiculous. Of course. And the most interesting part about this, and I'm about six episodes through the, the series, it's 10 episodes long, standard Netflix sort of thing. The big thing on this one for me was that how, how goofy is this going to be? Warrior nuns running around, this girl who suddenly has these powers of an angel's halo, by the way, embedded in her back. Hmm. Like, how is this going to work? But they play it very straight um, in terms of just, like, this is a girl who doesn't automatically join this order. She's, trying, she's g- being given a new lease on life because before this, she was a quadriplegic, stuck bedridden. And so now, since eight years old, and now she's like 18 or 19, so she's had all of this time just being stuck. This is a chance for her to live a life. Of course, obligations. People want to either steal the halo from her back, or they just want to have her embrace what she has now become, which is a champion for this order. Because it's not like all of the warrior nuns get this special artifact. Only, there's only one that goes around. And you basically get bequeathed it. And a lot of the times it's based on a little bit of like nepotism or people who have had their families been doing this for like five centuries. They're the ones that are supposed to be getting it. Now, of course, they don't get it. Now they're a little mad about that. So it's really fun to kind of see where that goes. And in addition, yes, hell is looking for this halo because if they can get it, then, well, they're going to have the angels' powers on the side of hell. And then there's also the people that want to integrate science and religion together. Oh, yeah. Who want this and other forms of things that are going out there, other uh, holy artifacts that are going to build a machine that will create a portal that will supposedly go to heaven, but maybe it really won't. Uh, It's really fun to kind of see where this is going about. It's a deep... It's, it's, it's a lot deeper than you would really imagine it to be. Uh, so far, very intrigued with this. Uh, there's some really good choreography. It's a bit gory, so if you're a little squeamish, just be ready for that. Oh boy! And uh, other than a little bit of iffy CGI, sometimes there's a big demon that looks kind of goofy. Um, but beyond that, uh, that's really the only nitpick I have on the show. Overall, I think it's worth a watch.
1: I love the idea of this uh, female warrior cast, though. You know, yeah. because uh, that oh, was they're so badass. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, they did that in Star Trek Picard. They actually had a secret society of Romulans who practice radical honesty because Romulans are known for basically radical being honesty. liars. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what, it really was what it was all about because the Romulans are just a bunch of liars. They mm-hmm. never tell the truth about a lot of things. They keep things close to the vest. And it was a female female bunch of warriors that not only did they practice radical honesty, but they were also pretty ass-kicking in, in what they were. Uh, there was, you know, unlike the Secret Service of the Romulus on the Tel Shiar, turns out there was a dude that ended up training with them because he was orphaned. He really oh, didn't belong with them. They didn't yeah. know what to do with them, but it was like, well, but he ended up being really good at hand-to-hand combat because he was trained by these warrior women. And there's so some I love real, this whole There's idea. some
0: really great characters. I mean, Ava, she's the main character, and she is uh, portrayed by Alba Baptist. And you may not know her at all because she's a Portuguese Brazilian actress, and this is her first English-speaking role. Oh. She did a lot of uh, novellas on uh, the uh, on on television uh, in uh, Brazil, Brazil, I believe, and so this was her debut with that. She's fantastic on that. There's a character named Shotgun Mary, who is probably my favorite character. Love Shotgun Mary, yeah, she's badass, and it's it, it's just fun to see what they're doing with all the choreography, the fight scenes, and the story is really good. So worth the watch. Absolutely suggest you check this out. Now, BJ, yes, sir, what? you've been watching some TV yourself, Well, okay. and uh, you've been checking out some of the DC Universe stuff, correct? Yeah, Vicky, finally, uh, I, I basically
1: got a new <laughs> Apple TV uh, box, and that Ooh. allows me to get a lot more apps than I could before. So I finally was able to get DC Universe, because Vicky's been screaming and yelling about Harley you Quinn, need to watch stuff Doom about Patrol. Doom Patrol. Uh, the one thing she hadn't been screaming and yelling at me about was uh, Titans, because, well, my buddy Josh had been screaming and yelling at me about that, so I've been getting it both. <laughs> (laughs) Besides, the the fun thing about uh, Titans and Doom Patrol is that Doom Patrol showed up actually first, at least in the TV world, on uh, an episode of Titans, and then eventually they got their own show. Oh,
0: Um, fun.
1: I'm a little confused, to be honest with you, about the timeline of when the hell whatever's happening, so I'm going to (laughs) have to watch all. I'm not fully caught up in Doom Patrol, or Titans for that matter. Uh, but I want to talk about both shows, um, a little, but less about Doom Patrol, because we've talked about it before. Vicki said it's a great show, and she's right. Um, I'm really happy <laughs> that I watched that show. Uh, Brendan Fraser, as the voice of Robot Man, is terrific. God, he's fantastic. I just love the name. Uh, Jane, who is a, a multiple personality, and she's got, what, uh, at least 50 personalities. I and feel they like all, there's
2: more than that. Damn. Yeah, At
1: least 50. And each one of them has their own superpower. So, uh, And there's some really freaky things that she can do with some of these personalities. These, these powers there. Some
2: 64 stuff. distinct identities. Wow.
1: And all Damn. have their own thing that they can do. Uh, she's a great character and um, really, really dig Rita, who is a, an, an aging movie star. Well, not an, Really, she should be an aging movie star, but because of what give, gave her her powers, um, she's got a whole weird thing going on where she becomes this ugly, gelatinous blob thing. But in reality, I love who she really is. She has the powers of a very well. We've seen this power before. One great person in the Marvel universe. One great person in the DC universe. I'm not going to say her name. Mm. And but, a
2: really awesome character in the Pixar universe.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, they uh, they even almost took the same name, didn't
2: they? I'm wondering if that's supposed to be them. I don't no, know. No, it's, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the same not, name because
1: but... Pixar is. Yeah, this is. There was. But I'm it's pretty the same sure. Name. D- yeah, pretty sure DC had a character because they all had characters named that. Um, <laughs> and uh, they've got a guy that looks like the Invisible Man, but he's not. He's actually the negative man. Um, oh, all yes, right. yes, yes. So because you, he's not
2: invisible at all. He no. just looks pretty disfigured. And then oh. they got a guy
1: that was a Teen Titan, but now is hanging out with Doom Patrol, and that, uh, of course, is Cyborg. We all know Cyborg. Plus, he was with JLA in the movie, um, but he's a lot younger in uh, in Doom Patrol. So it's fun to watch what's going on with their world. Uh, Alan Tudyk is fantastic, by the way, in Doom Patrol. And then you've got Titans, which is the story of, and this is boy. They do a great job. Lots of swearing, by the way. Lots of cussing. <laughs> if you don't know, at least, if you don't know, the, the the of course, the comic book has so many different ways they interpret what Titans is. But, and
2: same with the animated series. There's multiple animated Teen Titan series.
1: Yeah, and they all tell their own version of what's going on. But at least in the live action, which is very good, it's uh, really Dick Grayson breaking away from Batman and oh, right uh, on. and really doing his own thing. Uh, and it, it talks about basically the young ones that were basically the young versions of all the great stars. Like there's Wonder Girl, there's Aqualad, there's obviously Aqualad. Robin, you know, uh, and there's a couple of characters, Hawk and Dove. And so there was a first version of the Titans, which we don't know a whole lot about. And now there's a new version featuring some of the younger folks being mentored by Dick Grayson, who's no longer Robin. They actually show us the new Robin, which a lot of you folks, if you read Batman, you know the character Jason Todd, who is the biggest a-hole ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. yeah. Really? Uh, is he still an this, a-hole? Oh, dude, he's Good. a great... He is such be. a great a-hole. <laughs> you need uh, him to be. Yeah, he's involved in this. And... um they teased us a lot in the first season. I'm gonna tell you right now, you teased a lot, just sort of how Superman was teased in Supergirl in her first season or so, and you never got to see who Superman was. And then eventually mm-hmm. they did pick an actor and say, "Okay, this guy's going to be our TV Superman for Supergirl." They did. And uh, Vicky, you will know this actor very well, as uh, he was the mentor and the advisor for our girl Khaleesi. And, okay. Yeah. Dora. And that would be the actor. Uh, yeah, that would be the actor Ian Glenn. He. Wow is bruce wayne so it's definitely an older bruce wayne that we are seeing sense yeah and yet he's still from what i understand being batman because he's got jason todd as his sidekick but it's a it's an interesting thing we've only seen dick and bruce and this is in season two have any sort of conversation but they hinted at it like hell that eventually they were going to have a conversation and see each other but we never ever got to see bruce um titans is good Titans is very good, as uh, if you know the character, uh, Rachel Raven. Uh, mm-hmm. They haven't called her Raven. Dick's new name, if for some reason you know nothing about Robin and who he became when he became a Titan, I won't tell you because my, my daughter watches it with me, and I'm like, we are in episode two of season two, and he still hasn't said, here's my name, who I'm going to be now that I'm leading the Titans because he's no longer Robin. Um, we've got Beast Boy, who somehow was part of the Doom Patrol I don't know if that's true in the comic books. I never read the comic books, but that's how we meet Beast Boy and how he joins the Titans is involved in a Doom Patrol crossover episode. It's not even a crossover, Doom Patrol crossed over and hung out with them before we even there was a Doom Patrol.
0: Right on. It's good.
1: If it I I, I, I it's gritty. It's
2: oh, not had, perfect. I did a little research. Apparently, he appeared in the Duke Patrol no, number 99 in November of 1965.
1: Whoa. Wow, yeah. So he yeah. So, been in the Duke oh, Patrol gee. before. Yeah. Okay. Well, the timing is all off. My friend Josh goes, don't worry about the timing. I go, but I mean- I don't understand how this person can be there when, when I watched the other show, it was way too early for that person to be there. So when time is the timeline? Let's say they're not as
2: organized as yeah. Marvel tends to be. Yeah. Still both <laughs> Don't show yourself up on that stuff. <laughs> uh, so really,
1: between Harley Quinn, between uh, Doom Patrol, between Titans, and of course, all the, you can read comics on yes. this app. You can see other
0: DC stuff on the app.
2: I know it's, some of the Batman movies are on there as well. It's
0: good. Interesting too, because uh, it was one of those services where we're like... Nah, I think we'll pass on it. And Vicky, you finally hunkered down and got it. I and figured you,
2: I'd get it for a month. I'll watch Doom Patrol. I'll watch Harley Quinn and call it. Maybe watch Titans if I get to it. But and you I'm basically
0: just, infected all of us. Yeah, <laughs> Ty-
2: yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, keeping it for a cool. while. I've been infecting everyone. I'm like, watch Harley Quinn. Watch all these. I know Harley Quinn will be your next one once you're done with all these shows.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm definitely uh, thinking of Warrior Nun too. For yeah, my, dude, so yeah. my like, daughter and I are looking for shows to watch because a lot of production
0: has been halted. So, mm-hmm. and, and this one, it's solid. Like. Mm-hmm. With that, I just love the fact that it, I mean, it's, you don't expect much, but then it's like, no, it's this entertaining. is great. Yeah. I think the same along, along the same lines with uh, the DC Universe shows. Like, nobody really expected a whole lot. But when you're entertained by stuff, good. You oh, know? they're good. I, I, I can't believe I waited this long to watch Titans, but I was I did,
1: and now I'm just hooked up. We're, we're binging the hell out of it. It's so good.
2: <laughs> I feel like DC Universe, I mean, they're they a little, I don't want to say clunky, they're a little disorganized when it comes to the timelines, but they're doing what their movies can and that's entertaining.
1: It's true. Yeah. 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 Dick, I love Dick Grayson. His mm-hmm. character in Titans is great. He really, I like it a lot. And the relationship between tell, him and Bruce yeah. Wayne, from a psychological standpoint, they cover some ground. That's fascinating. Like, I hadn't even thought about the behavioral science implications of this relationship of Bruce. When you think about it, Bruce Wayne took a kid who lost his parents and basically turned him into... A guy to go out there and bust heads. Yeah, uh, I turned him into a weapon. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's exactly how he called it. Oh, he even wow! Says, yeah, you know, you weaponize me. Oh, yeah, and that it's like this, you know, this whole confrontation mm. with Bruce about it. Um, I love it. I'm like, well, okay, is- DC, you've really marvelized these
0: characters, and I love it. And that's another thing that I mean is the same thing along the lines of like Warrior Nun as well. Like it's a weaponized orphan. Like I mean, she had no choice in the matter because she was just given a thing. It's the same thing along with Robin there.
1: And Bruce's answer was pretty damn good to that Ooh. particular well, I statement. Guess we're just going to
0: have to watch it and find well, out. Of course. <laughs> and, you gotta go, and it's
1: season two. So get through season one. By the way, Wonder Girl. Oh, and I didn't even talk about Coriander. Who uh, you know? You guys know Coriander from T- Titans, basically. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Star girl, star. I don't even see. No one's using their names, so I forget, star- I forget. I forget what the star- star- like, name is, is. Star girl, uh, star kid, star, star, amazing, star-, star, 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 star. I, know. I thought it was Star, star-, star- fire. Star, star- fire, I think you're yeah. right. Uh, Anna Diop plays her, and I have to tell you, she is terrific. What a terrific Coriander and. I I just I just I, I, Titans Titans rocks. Out. I know it got it's a just, lot of crap yeah. when it
2: first came out because of the way they look. They don't look anything like. Uh, like what they were expecting Starfire to have orange skin, like she does in the cartoons and in the comics, and they just didn't like that Beast Boy wasn't green and <laughs> like Raven. Green can, uh, <laughs> Raven looks like you know a wannabe goth. Like it's not as intense, but hearing all these people say these good things, like it's gonna have to be my next binge.
1: I like Raven a lot, and actually, and and, and I loved I uh, the uh, the actor who plays uh, Rachel, obviously. Um, uh, Tegan Croft, uh, she does a really good job because she's going through a lot and uh, she's got a cool sort of bindi crystal that mm-hmm. she develops in season two. I won't tell you how she gets that. Well,
2: I mean, that's, that's always been part of her look. That's always been part of her thing. And in the animated series in Teen Titans, her father... Was not a very good guy. Oh no! no. Well, he's not a good
1: guy in the, in okay, the, in the show either. Okay, like uh, yeah, 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 he shows up, <laughs> and, and I think
2: a guy would be not a thing you would use to describe him.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Cartoon. I don't know if that's the no, same he, the no, show. he's, uh, yeah, uh, Trigon is, uh, is, is his name, and yeah, uh,
2: Trigon, take uh, me and away. let me
1: tell you right now, yeah, Trigon wants to take everybody away. <laughs> <laughs> that's his problem. But uh, all yeah. the
2: shows are very gritty on DC Universe. That's by the fun. Way.
1: Yeah, they swear a lot, but it fits in.
2: Uh, ha- Haley Kuoko saying the f word. Kaylee? Yeah, I said Haley? Yeah. Uh, Kaylee. Yeah. Kaylee. Kaylee saying the F word and the S word after watching her as Penny for so many years. <laughs> it throws you off for the first few episodes. Yeah. She's filthy.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, moving on from television shows, let's get some board game talk in, BJ. I mean Board games? You haven't been here for a little while, and I have a feeling it's because you've been playing board games. Uh, we only uh, got enough time for one of them. Uh, okay. So, well, let's, uh,
1: Should be a good one. Yeah, let's talk about our buddies over there at uh, Valeria Card Kingdom uh, Daily Magic Games because they have a Kickstarter out, and it's just a few days left in this Kickstarter, and it is uh, a new a new version of Valeria. It's a new offering called Shadow Kingdoms of Valeria. Uh, I will tell you this. Just look up uh, Rado Runs Through. Rado loves this game, and, and look, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. You know, this deck, bag, and pool building. You got dice that you're drafting from different places, but he loves the concept because Valeria Card card kingdom and all of the valeria games villages and uh a quest of valeria and a lot of the valeria games that have been out there are about basically us human beings trying to keep the monsters away and it seemed like well there's a good mission we're just trying to protect it uh, margraves of valeria even more so about let's keep these monsters away and get them out of our lands uh turns out these monsters are like what the f this was our place and you came and you basically just Knocked us into the point where we are now just in the shadows. That's Rude. all we have left, and so they've finally said, "F this noise." The monsters are fighting back, <laughs> and I'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, Richard uh, Rado, uh, he is really like he's like this game. The timing couldn't be better with what's going on in the world. And, oh, and he, yeah. He really, liked the theme has hit him hard. He was like, I can't tell you what this theme is saying to me because, you know, he wants to see the change in the world of board games and with what we've seen as far as, you know, the way people are treated sometimes. And so this game, from a theme perspective, the idea that it's turned it on its ear. We that Valeria has taken us to so many different places, but the theme has been simple. You know, the humans are basically beating back the horrible creatures. Mm-hmm. Turns out these horrible creatures are like, hey, you know, we're, we're creatures too. We're beings too. Right. And they are plotting their revenge, they want their lands back. Which makes sense, because they were their lands before the humans humans got there. Um, So the game is definitely a a, a lot of cool mechanics that are involved, dice drafting, and you have to get these battle plans, and like any good game, there's just multiple paths to victory. The artwork by the Miko is amazing, and you are playing the monsters, and it is currently, you can check out all the information on Kickstarter, it's got a few days left. It's already funded, because, uh, you know, people who love Daily Magic, I mean, people who love Daily Magic love Daily Magic, and the the guys do a great job putting games out. I, I I love Margraves, which was their latest game that fulfilled. And, um, yeah, so you are a warden hungry for destruction of Valeria because Valeria's been kicking your ass. They're like, sorry, guys. Uh, you know what? This was our land first. You didn't even come and see if you could borrow it, maybe pay like a little rent. Nothing. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so
1: you. Uh, it's, it's a fun game. It's got dice. They don't really, uh, you know— Different dice is used differently than what you would normally use them in VCK. They don't even have numbers on them. They really—I mean, I I don't think they do—but they've got like all these different symbols and icons. It looks like a very pretty game, well produced. I'm sure it's going to be because that's the history of Valeria. Yeah, Uh, their stuff has always been solid. Shadow Kingdoms of Valeria—a completely different game, by the way, than Margraves—and a completely different game than Valeria Card Kingdom. So you will be getting a different game within the Valeria universe, and it looks very different than any game. That I've seen in the Valeria universe, so uh, check that out. It's uh, on Kickstarter. Shadow Kingdoms of Valeria. A few days left to be backed. Perfect.
0: Now it is time for the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, you teased us on Fridays, mm-hmm. Geek Sheet. So Vicky. yeah, so oh, you that got some na 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 na
2: na 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 bat stuff. That me- stuff, yes, because not news. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, right. whatever. I'm gonna take you down try to be a very quick way of the way my ADHD brain
0: works. Uh-oh, here we All go. Right. Oh gosh. I'm I've prepared.
2: been I've been watching a lot of, you know, Harley Quinn on DC Universe. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I've already watched it. It's now my new background show. Okay. That and Crossing Swords cuz that's a quick watch. It's so
0: dirty. It's so filthy. It's awesome.
2: Please watch it. It's on yeah, Hulu. Right. Uh but I love the Harley Quinn series. There's two seasons. Um, so I usually just have it on the background. Uh, I switched between that and music. I started doing some DIY stuff earlier this, uh, last week, painting and stuff, listening to music. And I get to Lady Gaga. And I thought, you know what? Lady Gaga would be an awesome poison ivy.
0: Interesting. She's
2: very sexy, but like, I feel like she could really pull it off. And then that got my brain thinking, if I had to cast a Batman movie only using musicians...
1: Ew. who would
2: I pick for all these? So I started kind of jotting some down, but I wanted to get some of your guys' thoughts, uh, if you had a few. The ones, uh, funny enough, I started just listing off all the bad guys. I haven't really I gotten a Batman.
0: Yeah, see, and that's like, I'm trying to think, and it's like, I'm wondering, like, w- at least one of the members of Slipknot would have to be a, a Batman villain, or just all Man of Bat. them. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Corey Taylor
2: is Mambat. <laughs> oh. Because if you see Mambat in the Harley Quinn show, he doesn't really talk. Oh, jeez. Just uh,
0: screeching.
2: Spoiler alert, he ends up trying to be, he's a lawyer to somebody at some point. Oh, he could be Bane. Oh uh, No, you know who I had as Bird. Bane because oh. you can't understand him? A uh, who? Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> it's all CGI anyways, and he, right?
0: And he <laughs> broke the bat. And he broke the
2: bat, yes! Yes! <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Uh, but yeah, for Poison Ivy, I thought Lady Gaga, or even Maria Brink, who is a rock singer uh, from In This Moment. She's one of my favorite singers. She's just so sexy and like goddessy vibe. vibe. All right. Uh, okay. Catwoman. Depending on how young we go, Batman, I was thinking either Mari- uh, Ariana Grande.
0: Okay, yeah, I could see her possibly. Or Rihanna. I would love Rihanna as that. Mm-hmm. And Rihanna. it's really just kind of based off of uh, the This Is The End. Is that the movie? The, uh-huh. Yeah, the one where uh, Michael Cera, uh slaps her, slaps her ass, and then uh, basically she just knocks him out.
2: So funny <laughs> she enough- can fight. There is a comic called Wicked and the Divine, and they have multiple gods. And there's one, I believe, I forget her name, but she's kind of a cat-like Chitara vibe. hmm And they drew her to look exactly like Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna. Rihanna. So whenever I see her, I think...
0: Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I
2: think it's uh, Sokmet, which I think is based off of uh, like uh, an Egyptian cat type goddess. That okay. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But looks just like her.
0: Now I was also I mean I'm going back onto the uh, the uh, uh, Slipknot train because I'm just going to shoehorn Slipknot into all of these apparently. Uh, but I was thinking about like Killer Croc. Like, okay. you can kind of see something along those lines. I, again, I'm just basing it off of like Corey Taylor's masks because <laughs> he's got like those just super creepy masks. I
1: feel like the Joker and his whole crew really. Yeah, could be Slipknot. Yeah, uh, or or you know somebody from the uh, ICP.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: <Yeah>. oh God! <laughs> and you just
0: have two of them: Violet J and uh, Shaggy Two Dope are just yeah. okay. he Joker. Be, he could be like both of King. them. How
2: about Condon King? <laughs> uh, so I should. I'm not going to limit this to uh, musicians that are alive. We'll also go uh, those who have passed, because I was thinking David Bowie is the Riddler.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would like that a lot. Right. <laughs> BJ, you'll appreciate this one. Uh, Taco, uh, putting on the Ritz oh, as the Mad Hatter. Of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's literally just because he wears a, uh, yeah. a suit and a hat and that he works. looks a little gothy. Works uh, for me.
2: <laughs> for Two-Face, I kind of got some uh, inspiration from Tommy Lee Jones's uh, Keith Richards. Just because oh. of the, because the, yeah, he's a little older yeah. now, he's got that wrinkly <laughs> face. He doesn't a need a whole lot. He needs makeup to make half his face look a little younger.
1: All they gotta do is just put dark makeup on him because yeah. he's already wrinkly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: for Nicki, or excuse me, for Harley Quinn, I thought I'd go a little, little weird. I'd do Nicki Minaj.
0: Okay. Yeah. she's a little funky,
2: a little crazy kooky.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's I I listen, I, I like that because Harley Quinn is out of her mind. Mm-hmm. I mean Absolutely. That, at least the the, the portrayals I seen, you want someone that's losing mm-hmm. it. So he said dead or alive, and this is a tough one, but Chris Cornell
0: would have made a great Batman. Wow.
1: Huh. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I could actually see him also yeah. as like, like a scarecrow because he ooh. was tall and kind of lanky. Mm-hmm. And I just I like that. Yeah. I, I yeah, like I don't know if I necessarily like him as a Bruce Wayne. I feel Um, like he would
2: dress like he would like clean up really, really well.
0: Maybe too. Yeah. And I haven't seen like you just I mean, it's grunge and you just kind of go along with those and just kind of feel it that way.
2: Uh, I need somebody for Penguin, Mr. Freeze, Joker. I don't think we've actually
0: like, yeah, just making fun of it with uh, ICP. (laughs) But uh, uh,
2: even funny enough, the Joker has been played by musician. Who? Uh, Jared Leto. Oh, 30 uh, Seconds to Mars. Yeah, uh, okay, well, that's
0: already yeah, there. Man. all right. I mean, sure. Sure, sure. I do mm, love 30 Machine Seconds to Mars. Gun Kelly as the Joker.
2: <gasps> oh, my God.
0: No. do <laughs> <Joke. laughs> ruin it.
2: I mean, if uh, Jared Leto was the Joker, why right, not?
0: Yeah, why not?
2: And honestly, like I feel like everyone wants to crap on it. I think it's just because he wasn't there enough.
0: Yeah, I feel like people
2: wouldn't have hated it so much if we would have seen more of him.
0: Oh, didn't Eminem play Robin in a music video? (laughs) Yes,
2: guess who's back? Oh, yeah, back again. Yes, wow. And then it was Dr. Dre as Batman. Oh my God, Eminem is (laughs) back. Oh, and that was the thing.
0: Like, think of think of like Dr. Dre as like that businessman penguin type. Oh, I I could see him doing that.
2: I was thinking Lex Luthor. Oh, I know he's not a Batman villain, but he's in the Harley Quinn show.
0: Is he really? Yeah,
2: he's played by that's I believe G- Giancarlo Esposito, I think. Oh,
0: oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Gus, who's, uh, who's, Gus who's who's he
2: played? Lex Luthor.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. The,
2: the freaking Harley show has an all-star cast of voice actors.
1: John the man. That is um, so funny. He is he is so good at everything that he does.
2: <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm kinda stuck. I'm like, King Shark, I want King Shark, I want something. King somebody. Shark? King Shark, like he's played by Ron Funches. He steals the show. I adore King Shark. Like anytime he gets punched and he loses like teeth or he gets a black eye, I'm like my poor little King Shark because <laughs> he is so sweet and even Clayface in the show. Like he steals the show as well because he's he's an actor and he talks like this and he really is an aspiring actor and he really gets into the roles of the people he transforms to.
0: The Riddler Prince. Ooh. Be a good Riddler. I would love him at that. Yeah, he's he's so extravagant. and I'm really just kind of basing it right now off of Dave Chappelle's bits, but, you know, hey.
2: <laughs> I just feel like when I, I've only heard a speaking voice a few times, so I felt like he'd be too quiet.
0: Yeah. Quite possibly. He could get dubbed over, right? How have we not chosen Ice Cube as Mr. Freeze? The names just go, go together. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I think we've solved it there on that one. Yeah, wow. All right.
2: This is just some weird creation of my brain ADHD space, and I want to hear what your guys' yeah, suggestions are. Please
0: absolutely.
2: send us a message on Facebook. I would love to read them on a future episode. Post
0: Malone is Victor Zaz. <gasps> oh, nice. Ooh. Just because of the face tattoos. I was
2: thinking Post Malone Penguin.
0: Oh, okay. All right, then.
2: Uh, well, until next time, stay nerdy.